This time on Come Receive the Light, we hear about an important anniversary within the Orthodox Christian Church and the man who leads that and how the Lord prepared him for that role. Being part of my team sports, I think, you know, doing that short stint in law school to any job and anything I've ever had, whether it's working as a clerk in a law firm to cutting grass and painting houses, being organized, being able to write concisely and surrounding yourself by strong players, you know, you can do anything, especially with, you know, if you keep the faith, you take your challenges head on, but you just got to be accountable and true to your faith and true to yourself and, and things will come together. We welcome Dean Tendafilu, who is the Executive Director and CEO of the IOCC, International Orthodox Christian Charities, who just celebrated its 25th year of service in 2017. He has been at the leadership position for most of those years. Congratulations, Dean, and welcome. Hey, thanks, Father. Thanks for having me. Your experience in humanitarian assistance began with a community development projects, I remember, for Orthodox churches working in Kenya and Tanzania. In 1993, I read you joined IOCC, headquartered then in Baltimore, Maryland, where you are today. Uh, you as, uh, as a commodities manager and later country representative in former Yugoslavia. You were promoted to Balkan representative in 1995 and became the director of the programs in 1996. I also read in 1998, you were elected executive director and CEO of IOCC. And under your leadership, it has grown from a humanitarian assistance program that had distributed $70 million worth of aid in 11 countries in its first six years into an internationally acclaimed agency that has distributed, I hope our listeners are carefully listening, over $625 million in more than 60 countries in four continents. It's truly, truly an amazing record of achievement and I'm sure you're not going to stand in front of everybody and say you did it alone. There's a lot of people that came with you. Tell us about that journey, Dean. How's it been for you? Uh, it's slowly, slowly. In uh, Ethiopia, they say uh, slowly, slowly the egg learns to walk, right? <laughs> no, it's been, it's been uh, a long, hard-fought battle. The board of directors who set the cornerstones for IOCC and, and helped us get established to the volunteers, you know, Cleveland, San Francisco, and, and uh, mm -hmm. Chicago got us started as far as fundraising. You know, it's been a huge team effort. The Hierarchs, you know, back then, Scoba, mm -hmm. what have you. And then since then, you know, the Widow's Might, we've been chugging along, keeping it simple, being accountable mm -hmm. for what we do. And God's blessed us to be able to grow to what we have today. And we still got a lot more work to do, but we're, uh, we're very grateful for where we are right now. Well, they say, they say, you know, and it's maybe an old statement, but it's frankly very true that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Uh, your father, for those of you that don't know, is Father Nicholas Trandafilo. Your mother, Presbyteria Diane. Uh, Father Nick has been and continues to be one of the most respected clergymen in our Archdiocese of the United States. He's my predecessor here at Hellenic College and Holy Cross. Uh, truly a great man, and you must have learned something about something from him. I've got, I got to tell you that. Yeah, I learned a lot, actually, especially as far as one of the reasons why they hired me was, was having someone that could work in, with the church on a regular basis and work through the complicated situations. And so watching him and, you know, sharing sharing my room and giving up my room to various hierarchs and, and priests over the years when I was a kid certainly helped. Um, but, yeah, you know, particularly when I'd get scared out in the field when I was working the Bosnia conflict, I'd hear his voice, you know. Sure. Lift it up to God. You know, so that's what and I would do. And it will take care of itself. Let's talk a little bit about what do you attribute uh, your leadership and your vision for IOCC? Because clearly this is a very unique ministry. 
that has done a lot. But what is it that you attribute the success, your own leadership sort of um, model? From my my model, you know, really has been leaning on others. You know, mm-hmm. um, growing up playing football in Texas and what have you, being part of team sports and and watching things succeed. You know, the reason I joined IOCC was because I understood and wanted to be part of something to show that the church, you know, could do things in a professional and accountable way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think focused on that and having you know being able to work with spiritual giants like you know Patriarch Pavle of blessed memory and. Archbishop Yakovos and Metropolitan Philip and those, you know, those men made a different influence back in the early days on me. Um, you know, focusing on, on leaning on the board of directors and leaning on the staff and, you know, truth be told, not being afraid to hire people that know more than me. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I think that's what this place has been built on. You know, it's, it's uh, you've got to have others. You can't do it by yourself. You can't go into an emergency by yourself. You can't. You can't go lift and deliver, you know, 50 trucks by yourself. You got to have a bunch of people, you know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it's just been a team effort, and I think being part of my team sports, I think you know, doing that short stint, you know, in in law school to you know, any job and anything I've ever had, whether it's working as a clerk in a law firm to cutting grass and painting houses, being organized, being able to write concisely, and surrounding yourself by strong players, you know, you can do anything, especially with you know, if you keep the faith and you you take your challenges head on. Um, but you just got to be accountable and true to your faith and true to yourself, and, and things will come together. I know that some of our students uh, go go do IOCC work with your teams. Uh, they're not first responders, but they usually come in afterwards. Have you experienced working with the, the students from our school? Yeah, I, I haven't actually been on one of the bills, but I know just recently they were there, and I know how important it is as far as our program. And the fact that you know, ICC is a pan orthodox institution, be able to get the kids from your school and the other schools together, they can see and break bread together, and also, you know, in service together. It's a huge piece, you know. Yeah. Um, it's the future of our church. I mean, the kids coming out of your school, that's the future of the church, man. That's right, that's right. Well, let's talk about uh, the future a little bit. Let's look at current focus on programs and what you see in the next few years. Where are you focused now, and what are you looking for in the future? It's pretty much the same model. You know, we were we were built on the back of emergency, you know, and I think, um, and then we also commit to the places that we go to, so we stay there long term. You know, we're still in Bosnia, we're still in Republic of Georgia, we're still in Kosovo, you know, places like that. You know, we shifted from emergency to, to you know, to rehab and return, helping people get home and then rebuilding their lives through small grants, what have you. You know, same thing. Right now, we're, we're, we're pushing pretty heavy on the, the emergencies in the Middle East. But I think as far as IOCC, you're going to see a balance of uh, building our emergency capacity to even stronger than what it is today and being able to, to commit long-term to a lot of these country programs and help people. You know, the big thing is helping people help themselves as soon as they can, you know, post-conflict or post-disaster. Can you describe um, some moments that have been particularly memorable for you during your service with IOCC, maybe one or two that really stick out? Yeah, I've had uh, plenty of my share of moments of laughing and crying with people in the field, that's for sure. Um, you know, I remember, you know, particularly back in, you know, the, the 90s when I first went to, to Bosnia, my first trip to to Banja Luka, and I met with the Circle of Serbian Sisters, the you know, the Serbian women's group that was we were working with, and the place was full of, you know, Danish caritas, you know, feta cheese from some European country, and there was nothing there from IOCC, and what have you, and I looked around, and I was pretty sad, you know, I had nothing in hand, right, and then four years later, I'm leaving, and I go to say goodbye to Miss Popovich, and, 
And she says, you know, look around. And I was like, what? She says, you don't remember what you told me that first day? And I said, no. And she says, you told me that someday this place would be full of Orthodox food. And I looked around, and wall to wall, door to door, was IOCC parcels from one of the projects that we were doing. So we had a good laugh and a cry at the same time, you know. Um, but then I always find myself crying in the field with some of these people. You can't help it. You know, we were sitting with a you know, 75-year-old Ethiopian woman who's trying to raise five children because her kids died of HIV-AIDS, and she's struggling to make ends meet. And here she is thanking you for for giving her the funding to, to help her kids go to school, you know. Um, Those are humbling moments, like, aren't they? Yeah, as much as, as, much as you do, you, there's that much more to do, you know. Well, Dean, I've really admired you, and frankly, I've admired your family uh, for many, many years. You guys have done just tremendous work. Uh, you're dedicated to Christ. You go forward. Uh, I'm sure you've hit walls in the process of doing these things, but you certainly do continue your work, and I want you to know, and I'm sure people listening uh, will also continue to help IOCC. Uh, is there something, finally, that you find that's important that, that keeps you centered and focused as you manage this organization that has grown so much over the years? Uh, I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's focusing on my faith, focusing on my family. Um, it's all the love and the support. You know, it almost comes, it might sound corny or whatever, but, you know, there really is an outpouring of, of support and love from the donors. And, I mean, that's why I still sign the thank you notes, you know, trying to connect with people one-to-one. Um, you know, it makes a difference, knowing that there's people out there behind us, you know, the big donors, the small donors, whether it's, you know, the kid hope having a toll booth in her her house and wherever in Midwest, uh, the, you know, people sending money from Finland and Norway, what have you. Um it's 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 all part of, of what we're doing as far as serving the church, and it's been a humbling and honoring experience, and particularly working with you, Father. I know over the years we've been together doing these radio shows and the people that listen to your show, so I appreciate your support and everybody that listens. So can't do it alone. Thank you, Dean. God's Thank first. you, Dean. We, we wish you the very best. All right. Thanks, Father. I see the world your way, and I'm not afraid to follow. I see the world your way. I'm not ashamed to say so I see the Jesus way And I'm walking in life